0: oh my gosh. So that was the first kind of embarrassing thing. And also there was this van driver just sitting there, probably witnessing the whole thing being like, what is going on? And oh my gosh, we were both like cry laughing hysterically. Like, you know, when it's so funny that you just, you make no sound, it's like a supersonic laugh. Like only dogs can hear you. Hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast, Esme's Country Life. Before we begin... Um, I thought I would tell you that today, the day that I'm recording this, is actually the day that I'm going to Devon. I'm actually going to Red Post. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you will know that um, the podcast is very kindly sponsored by Red Post, which is an equestrian and country store based in the UK, but they also ship all over the world. So I'm going to be going there this weekend doing meet and greets. So really looking forward to see you you all there. If you'd like to check out Red Post's online store, then be sure to go to redpostequestrian.co.uk. But anyway. Let's get on in. I feel like it's been a while since I've updated you all. I Every week or every time I do my podcast, I kind of write like little bullet points of all the things that I want to talk about. And I feel like because it's been like two weeks since I last recorded one, because I pre-recorded one before I went on my travels and went everywhere... I have a lot to talk to you, so um, I might end up actually recording two today. You never know. We'll see how it goes. Starting off, I thought we would start with a bit of a funny story. I don't know what it is, but every now and again, actually more than every now and again, quite often, I end up embarrassing myself somehow so um, I've actually made a new friend which is lovely there's a um, girl who keeps her horse at yard kind of like not too far away from us so I've been going hacking and things with her which has been really lovely Um, so anyway I went on a hack with her um, down our kind of like usual road there it's like a very skinny kind of like country lane like middle of nowhere so often if you come across a car sometimes you kind of have to go a little bit off road or someone stops and someone goes around anyway we came across this um van slash truck driver and he was really lovely he very kindly stopped like quite far away um in the sort of like lay-by kind of I was gonna say overtaking place not an overtaking place passing area there we go um because the roads are so narrow so anyway he stopped there and I was like oh should we just like trot to you know go past and kind of because he was quite far away I was like we need to get a shift on we, he, we were very you know grateful said thank you that kind of thing anyway just as we got to the van, um, as we were trotting, Casper suddenly halted. It was like, boom, I'm stopping. And it wasn't like a, I'm stopping because I'm scared of the van or anything like that. Because Casper is amazing in traffic. He is so good. He's great at everything, apart from maybe tractors. There are a few times where there's been a tractor and I've just hopped off and I've been in front and like led him and he's been like okay I'll follow you mummy like that kind of thing like he's like okay I'll trust you you'll keep me safe you go in front you'll get eaten by the big scary tractor first anyway so it wasn't like that it was the weirdest thing and then I looked behind me and I realized his tail was up now Casper is a horse I I don't want to say he's a shy pooer, but Casper like never poos in the time that I've owned him he's probably pooed in our arena twice and I've had him like 10 years so um and then he very would very rarely ever poo when I ride him like maybe like if he's proper desperate so anyway I was in the front my friend was on her horse behind and um yeah I don't think her or her horse was expecting Casper to stop so abruptly (laughs) so so her poor horse his head ended up going like basically almost into casper's bum luckily casper is a very good boy he doesn't kick or anything like that but obviously with horses you never know so at first i was like oh my gosh this horse is like right up casper's bum literally and then also casper had his tail up and i was like oh no oh no oh no get your horse get your head out of the way little horsey it's not gonna be good and casper stopped and did a dump that almost hit this paws in the head, and um, luckily, like we get along really well. We've had lots of laughs on our hacks. So imagine if that was our first like hack together, like with a new friend, and then Casper goes and poos on their head. Oh my gosh! So that was the first kind of embarrassing thing. And also, there was this van driver just sitting there, probably witnessing the whole thing, being like, "What is going on?" And then, like, obviously, we like said thank you very politely and like trotted away. And oh my gosh, we were both like cry laughing hysterically. Like, you know when it's so funny that you just, you make no sound. It's like a supersonic laugh. Like only dogs can hear you. We were like that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that my horse almost pooed on your horse's head. So there we go. Uh, That was embarrassing story number two. But oh no, it doesn't finish there. We had another kind of eventful thing happen on our hack. So we decided after going down a little very quiet country lane, we'd go across the bridle path. Um, I was the, because Cass was quite small, he's, everyone always thinks he's 15'2". He's, no, everyone always thinks he's 14'2". He's actually 15 hands, so he's like an overgrown Connemara. I think it's because a lot of people might think I'm smaller than I am. I don't know. We're basically both bigger than you think, or I don't know. Basically, yeah, so he's, He's he's the sort of height where I can easily just about kind of like vault on and get on myself without. I always like whenever I get on from the ground, I'm always so cautious of not to kind of like twist the saddle or to put too much weight on Casper's back. So um, that was fine. Luckily, getting back on all the kind of gates. Actually, most of the gates I'm pretty good. I can do like kind of mounted game style. Back in the day, I used to do mounted games with um, my pony Mickey quite a lot. So I mean, we were great until. Everyone became faster than us. We were like the old, reliable, slow and steady wins the race. But then everyone else was, you know, a bit more speedy and we weren't on the team anymore. Um, but, oh, those years doing mounted games are some of my favourites. So if you um, if you ever get the chance to do mounted games, would definitely recommend. It's a lot of fun, especially being on a team as well and cheering everyone on. Um, but anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, vaulting back on Casper. So that was fine. Didn't embarrass myself doing that. That could have that gone bad. Um, but what did happen was we were... I th- don't yeah we were walking we literally walked through all the fields because like the two horses, like, they know, well, I was gonna say they know each other very well now, one of them's been up Casper's bumhole, but, um, anyway, so, um, we haven't hacked, like, that much together, so we were like, "Mm, maybe not best to go for, like, a flat-out gallop on our, like, second time going through the fields, we'd hacked on the road a lot more than that, but, um, so yeah, and also there were quite a lot of sheep out this time of year, so it's probably not best to go zooming along when there's, like, a sheep in the way, um, so anyway, we're literally just walking, I feel like all the weirdest, like, most random like spooks of Casper always happen when we are just in walk or like a very slow gear or speed um so anyway walking along and I don't know if you guys have ever seen this witness this before but um we I saw a sheep sneeze for the very first time now when I tell you this was not any ordinary sneeze from this sheep this was a dad sneeze if you know what a dad sneeze is it's basically the loudest sneeze you can ever imagine. It's like a universal thing that all men just sneeze really loudly. Please tell me that it's not just you know the men in my family or the men that I know that sneeze really loudly but especially my dad. He is a loud sneezer. So anyway this sheep did a dad sneeze. I literally saw the bogies and water droplets shoot out of this um, sheep's nose. Like it was a big sneeze and Casper I don't think, I don't think he realised it was, I don't know what he thought it was, but he literally squealed, (laughs) leaped all his legs up in the air and did like a, I was gonna say, it wasn't really like a 180, it was kind of like half of that, he did a 90, he did like this 90 degrees jump, up in the air, turned round and my friend was like, what on earth was that? (laughs) Like, she just was so confused. I was confused. Casper was confused. The sheep was confused. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was our second eventful thing. The thing is, we've met up since and she, we always laugh about the sheep incident. I don't, she never talks about the poo incident. So, obviously, um, that wasn't as traumatic. The sheep, though, she was like, I've never seen a horse do whatever moves Casper did. And I was like, well, that's pretty normal in the life of Casper. Like, I just Casper is weird. He's like the most chilled beginner friendly horse and the most wild unpredictable do not put a beginner on him horse at the same time it really depends on his mood or how he is like he's so good to be groomed and to be washed and to have the farrier and the vet he will stand there like a little angel we actually had the physio come out and do both of the horses recently and she's like it's so funny seeing how different your horses are and their personalities because apparently with joey he's very much like oh yeah can you do here can you do here yep here hurts here well not hurts but like you know give me give me a massage get the knots out that kind of thing like that's probably not very technical terms of what an actual like physio osteopath does but anyway he's like yeah can you do it over here can you do it here yep yeah, this feels good yep yeah, yep yeah. okay on to the next thing now and then casper is very much like oh this is nice thank you oh if yeah that's all good yep yeah, thank you very much Oh, actually, could you just maybe, yeah, this little bit there? Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Like, Casper's a lot more like, you know, the sort of people that are really lovely, polite, but they're a little bit shy. That's how I'd describe Casper. When Joey's a little bit like, yeah, yeah, this, this, that, that. Like, very like, okay, I'm on a schedule. You can, you know, chivy on, hurry up, that kind of thing. So that's quite funny. Um, But yeah, that was our sort of dramatic hack and what we got up to then. So the other thing that um, I should probably tell you all about are my travels um, and what I've been doing recently. So basically the whole of last week, um, I wasn't really at home. We left, was it Monday? No, we left Tuesday and then I wasn't back until very, very late Sunday evening. So um, first off on my trip was to Ireland and that was for the Dublin Horse Show. But before that, I actually went on live radio on RTE, which is like, I guess it's like the Irish version of like Radio One or it was Radio One channel I'm not Irish but (laughs) if you're from Ireland you'll know what I'm on about but that was pretty cool being on um yeah live radio I felt like I I don't know if anybody knows the sort of meme of that child that's in America and he's on like live tv for the first time at some sort of like fate and he goes this is my first time on live television I have never been on live television before I was honestly like part of me was like that's gonna be me I'm I don't know I might just go blank um apparently according to my dad and the lady from Penguin that um was also there because I was there to talk about my um second book which wait when's when's it gonna be out it's gonna be out very soon very soon it's out in Ireland it's very soon to be out in the UK um and it is called Jesse and the Star Rider which is the second kind of book of the series the Starlight Stables Gang so that was very exciting so it was lovely to chat um chat to the Penguin team and catch up on that but anyway then it was like before I kind of went I was gonna say went on stage went went into the kind of screening room which was very cool they had like all these screens and all the guys that were in there with all the little buttons and things it was very satisfying I really wanted to go in there and just like flick all the switches and press all the buttons but anyway as soon as I kind of like went in I went from like very quiet kind of you could probably tell I was not nervous but just kind of I was just you know, psyching myself up, getting in the zone. And then when I went in there and I chatted to Kira and we were chatting, and um, like before, like there's this, re- it's really weird because there's, you kind of like, it feels like you shouldn't talk because you're worried it's going to be on radio. um But it was when like all the music's kind of playing and she was like, okay, like there was like a little timer and she could see, like, she was like, okay, we're going to be on in 10. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then she just started talking to me. But then it was just like chatting with a friend, being kind of like, you know, normal. Hopefully I, I seemed normal and was all good. <laughs> but no, um, I just kind of went into what my dad calls podcast mode, where basically I just end up just verbal diarrhoea chatting for ages and just, you know. I And then by the end of it, I did the same thing that I do in my podcast, where I'm like, I have no idea what I talked about but i talked about a lot of things so anyway that was really cool um then actually after that i got to have a bit of time in dublin kind of walking around exploring i feel like dublin or ireland is now my second home because this is the th- i've been to dublin or ireland 3 times this year so there we go hopefully we'll be back again soon knowing me um so yeah had a very very lovely time went kind of down the little streets had a nice dinner that night and then basically the rest the rest of that week it was on game time ready to go working grinding every day that kind of thing so um each day I got to the Dublin horse show about 7 30 in the morning because um basically I had to get there get all the photos of me kind of at the show doing things all of the pieces to camera all the reels all that kind of stuff I had to do that before it got really busy because if not it was just going to be impossible to film um so while I was there I did I just normally for me two two hours is like a good sweet spot for me to do meet and greets because when I see everybody I want to give them the best like you know I want to I don't want to be knackered basically I don't want to be tired I um, I want to give everyone a lovely like amount of time where I actually get to chat to them a little bit and ask them like how their day is and if they ride and people tell me about their riding journey and story and that kind of thing and I feel like if I do like hours and hours on end I just feel like I'm rushing through people and it's horrible and it's not like the best experience for people. So I was like, you know what? We'll try something new. We'll do a ticketed event. So like the tickets were free. I think it was like for wristbands actually. So people had to go to the Pony Mag stand um, at nine o'clock and apparently that was a really big queue just beforehand. Um, and it was kind of like first come first serve to get the wristbands. Then everyone got a time slot so they weren't waiting for hours on end. They had like a time slot so they knew that they were guaranteed to be seen by me and all that kind of stuff. So... For the people that came, I think it worked out really well and people really liked it. So we're trialing that. It also meant that I had breaks in between rather than just doing two or three hours of just seeing people nonstop, no breaks, no going for a wee, no having water, that kind of thing. I actually had like a little comfort break in between, which was nice. So it worked out there. I think I had one at 10 o'clock, then I had an hour off. And then I had another hour of meeting people and then another hour off to have like my lunch and then another hour of people. And after like three hours of constantly talking to people and seeing people, which you were all so lovely, it was so lovely to meet you all. It was really, really nice. Um, Yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty knackered afterwards. I think that's safe to say. And also like when it comes to like signing, I get really bad cramp in my hand and also in my jaw from smiling. So I actually had my physio come and see me this week. We purposely booked it after sort of like, because I knew that I was having like a week of meeting. And greets and often like I get quite a bad back from like going up and down um from like signing things to standing up for photos and that kind of thing so I just needed I was like D-, I was like D please come after the Dublin horse show and after London just give me like a full MOT that kind of thing um so that was really lovely but anyway yeah so Dublin I had a fantastic time there that was an awesome show I unfortunately didn't really get to see too much of the show because a lot of the time I was just kind of like resting in between meet and greets or Basically, the whole time I was in the media centre editing all the content that my um, dad was getting on the camera, editing it, putting it up, that kind of thing. But I had a great time in Dublin. Oh, I've just remembered I've got a little, um, another, another embarrassing story for you guys of our time in Dublin. I feel like. I feel like it's not as embarrassing, though. I feel like I can joke about this with the rider because I know him well enough. But anyway, so um, me and my dad, last night in Dublin, we thought, you know what, we're knackered. We're not going to go into the centre. We're, like, pretty tired. Let's, you know, walk down the road to this little Italian place, have some dinner there, walk back, get an early... Um, Was it get an early night? Yeah, it was our last evening there, so the day before... Day off, Yeah anyway uh well like we just needed an early night we we're a bit tired from getting to the show every day at 7 30 a.m and like being there pretty much like the whole day so anyway we thought you know what that's fine the traffic on that road because there was roadworks on the way back to the hotel um all the cars were going really slowly so we were like kind of walking along um goofing about i don't know how we got onto it i think it's because i was I remember I, we were talking about like my first time going to like big horse shows and I remember one of my vlogs I did back in like 2015 I was so excited I was doing all these like little heel clicks where you kind of like jump up in the air and you click your heels so I was like oh my gosh I wonder if I can still do that so we, me and my dad were doing little heel clicks down the road and then we looked over at the traffic and realised because they had all these kind of like shuttles because the hotel that we were staying in was the same um, hotel as like all the riders so it was really strange so like you know you just see like Martin Fuchs getting his dinner and like things like that or like riders like in the morning having their brekkie and it was like (laughs) very strange but anyway um so we were you know doing heel clicks down the road as you do and then we look (laughs) look out into the road (laughs) see the traffic and, and spot one of the shuttle cars and inside Was the one and only Harry Charles. (laughs) So I feel like I can joke about this with Harry next time I see him. I'll be like, hey, did you see me and my dad do some heel clicks down the road? Or did you not notice? I, I feel like he definitely saw us. I feel like if I saw someone doing heel clicks down the road, I would either be thinking, what are they on? What weirdos? Or I'd be thinking, you know what? They're living their best life. They're having a great day. They are so happy. They're doing little heel clicks in the air. So, you know good on them having a great day that kind of thing so I'll ask him because I remember when I filmed a video with him last oh goodness it was quite a while ago I was thinking it was like last autumn um I remember like saying do you know who the first person I ever like first rider I ever interviewed on this channel was and he was like no and I was like it's you Harry back at the Liverpool horse show long long ago um but uh, yeah there we go how times have changed so yeah that was my story about me doing heel clicks down the road thinking Nobody was seeing, and then there was Harry Charles in his taxi. Um, next after that was the yes, yeah, so it's basically straight from L- Dum- L- straight from Dublin. <laughs> I went straight to London, so busy, busy, and then I was at the London Long Jean Global Champions Tour London leg. I was there on the Saturday and the Sunday, so I pretty much just had a week of show. So <laughs> it's safe to say the um, this week I've had. Two days off, of just, I mean, I've still done like riding the horses, a little bit of editing and admin and that kind of stuff, but like no like filming, talking to the camera, that kind of stuff. I've just been like, I need to sit in a dark, co- cold. <laughs> I was like, I need to sit in a dark room on my own, peace and quiet, just, just vibing. So um, I've done a little bit of that, maybe not a dark room, maybe like a nice little cozy room. Nice little cozy lights and a book, that kind of thing. Um, so I've just been having a bit of a chill after a very, very busy week, but London was incredible. It was so cool. The jump off where Jessica Springsteen won was incredible. So, so good. My boyfriend came along with me and he was like, girl, like I think he's, a lot of the things that he's been to, we've never like properly watched a, a jump off. Like, I took him to, I think he went to Blenheim and he, um so he watched, that was cross country day. But I feel like cross-country day is great, but there's not so much of the competitive atmosphere because you just see like a rider go past and then you see another rider go past. But with the jump off, you can like compare the rounds. You can be like, oh, that person's like on the clock. Oh, they're going a bit faster. Like that kind of thing. Oh, they've had a pole. So um, he really, really enjoyed that. And he was like, girl, if you ever go to another show jumping event, count me in I'll come along so that was really lovely he came and joined us on the Sunday and then um yeah London was great saw of you guys it was I feel like London was a very like di- different atmosphere or the people that came up and said hi were like a very like I feel like my audience is so broad a lot I, I, I don't know what it is some people come up to me and they're like oh I'm like I've been watching you since I was you know little and now I'm you know, a teenager or in my twenties and that kind of thing. And um, so that was really lovely. And I had a lot of people that were kind of like, I don't want to say older, like this, I don't know. I think a lot of people think that my audience is just like young teenage girls, when actually I feel like my audience has definitely grown up with me and now the content that I was doing, I was going to say sounds, is more adult, but that sounds a bit dodgy. It's definitely more mature as I've kind of got older. So um, it was really nice like seeing loads of people and bumping into loads of people like in their 20s and 30s that were like, oh my gosh, I've been watching your channel for ages. Or I love the, so many of you guys said that you love the podcast. So that made me so happy because um, it's weird because on YouTube, it looks like my podcast doesn't get as many views, but then a lot of people listen to it on Spotify or Google or Apple or all the all the streaming platforms. So because there's so many, when you actually add it up, it's quite a lot of streams. But when you look at it individually, it just, it, it, not that it's less, it's just I'm used to YouTube videos. Like whenever I do different things, the kind of numbers that you're expecting is always different. For example, with my book, um, I was talking to Penguin. I was like, how many books being sold is like a good number because I'm used to like YouTube views and obviously YouTube views are very different to TikTok views because on TikTok people watch a video for like five seconds and on YouTube people watch a video for like an hour so um, again very different sort of measurements of time and views and that kind of thing so anyway I'm very into data I do look a lot of data look at a lot of data and a lot of analytics on all my socials so anyway um, yeah it was so lovely to hear a lot of you really enjoyed the podcast and I just yeah it was so lovely chatting to so many of you as well and saying hi and then it was funny because there were quite a few people that, like, I'd walk past with my boyfriend or, like, when I was doing my meet and greet there, people walk past and be like, oh, what's all this crowd for? Oh, who's that? Like, that kind of thing. And people, then they'd see and they'd see me and be like, oh, it's Esme. Or, like I'd just walk around. I could just hear, like, oh, it's Esme. Oh, it says me. It was. it's very, it's like a very strange kind of experience, especially as a lot of the time... I feel like I get spotted, but people don't say my name. So this time I could actually hear it. Like, I feel like I've said this before, but I'm the most unobservant person. It's always, like, my parents or my friends or the people that is with me that often can be like, oh, she's, like, been spotted or you've been recognised kind of thing. Um, But yeah, there were quite a few people that, like, saw me or smiled or that kind of thing, but were too kind of shy to come up and say hi. But I promise I'm not scary. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, yeah, London was really good fun. And then, yeah, since then I've just... I've had I've had a bit of a recoup a re uh, 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 um, I'm. That's that goes to show how much chatting I've done recently. I am, my, my words aren't aren't wording anymore. But there we go. So, yeah, last week was a busy week, but I've been actually really excited to film this podcast episode because I just feel like there's been so much for me to tell you and to talk about. But yeah, so I'm just looking at my little podcast notes that I have on my phone just in case I forget anything because I'm as you guys know with the podcast I'm very much all over the place. Like I'll tell like 10 different stories and somehow link them together and that's the podcast but I just remembered I don't know I can't I don't think I ever told anyone about this but at my meet and greet in Dublin on one of them I think it was one of the last it was the like third one of the day the last one of the day I don't know if I'd not eaten enough and not drunk enough water but it was quite warm up where we were where we were was kind of up the stairs in the like indoor shopping area if you've ever been to the Dublin horse show would definitely recommend going actually if you've never been to I'd say I'd say Arkan is the biggest show in, like, volume in space, like, all the different competitions. But I'd say Dublin is the biggest show for atmosphere. Like, the Irish really know how to put on a party and it literally feels like one big party or one big festival. So, that is really cool. But anyway, um, yeah, where I was doing my meet and greet, oh, this would have been so bad if it had happened. So, I have, Touchwood never actually fainted before, but there have been a few times where I've come close. And in one of my group meet and greets, that was one of them. So um yeah, I was like taking photos of and chatting to this, this person and oh my gosh, All I could see, I could see like these little black spots come up and I felt a bit faint. And I was like, girl, you need to hang on in there. You need to hang on in there. Like, like, keep going, you're all right. Can you imagine if I just in the middle of one of my meet and greets just fainted? I was wearing a dress as well. Can you imagine the horror? If I just fainted, my skirt had gone up, you know, my um, lady parts were exposed. I mean, I was wearing pants, don't worry. But imagine everyone seeing my knickers. Oh my gosh, that would have been... Horrific. That would have been like traumatizing. So, um, yeah. Luckily, I did not faint. Um, I think it was. I think it was when I got up for a photo, and then I like quickly sat back down again. I was like, okay, can I have a little drink of my water? Hopefully, I'll be all good. And I was all good in the end. But I think if it had gotten any any worse, I'd be like, oh, do you mind? I'll just like call one of the ladies over from Pony bag Be like, do you mind if you just ask if I can just have a little five minute break because. Yeah, I'm not feeling good because I always I feel like I'm very bad at drinking water when I do my meet and greets So if you ever come and see me Feel free to be like, Esme, do, ha- do you want to have some water? Because a lot of the time I don't because it feels rude to just like halfway through drinking my water or if someone's walking over drinking water because people have been waiting for so long and they're like, oh, she's been waiting all this time and they're just going to and go and drink some water. Like, get, like that's that's how, I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's how it feels in my mind. So um, yeah, anyway, there we go. Almost, almost fainted and exposed myself, but it was all good. Didn't happen, so... Yeah, anyway, on that note, I think we will probably finish that episode there because I still have a few more stories and funny things to talk about, so you never know. I might save those for the next episode. Don't you worry, I've embarrassed myself even more recently. I don't know how these things end up happening to me, but here we go. Even when I went on my hack with my friend, she was like... You need, you need to tell the story about Casper's poo and the sneezing sheep because I have never known to go on a hack that has been so eventful. So anyway, I will um, see you all in the next podcast before we finish. Just want to say a huge thank you to Red Post for sponsoring it. And yeah, I will see you all next time. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye. <laughs>